The views and opinions in this spoken word format or my blog are all my own and do not reflect the company that I work for, its management and clients. Hi everyone, this is Paula and this is Half Reform, the spoken word series. Hello everyone, welcome back to the audio blog. I hope everyone is doing well. Today's episode will be an advicey type. I would like to share with you all a number of productivity hacks that I've learned in my long and lustrous career as a recruiter. As recruiters, people turn to us for career advice, job application advice, resignation advice, etc. I bet you didn't know that we are also masters of productivity. In the recruitment world, especially in agency settings, we need to master and manage our time. Our productivity is sharply monitored and accounted for, as it should, as productivity is our way to success. In most recruitment training programs, time management and productivity topics are always discussed. A recruiter's day can fall in any direction as we have to do multitudes of activities to produce results. Along the way, urgent or life and death matters get thrown into our schedules. So it's important to train us to keep our eyes on the goals. Tip number one, plan your day but be flexible. To keep us in line and maintain our focus, we are taught to plan daily. This planning is done the day or the night before, not on the day itself, as it's a time waster. We need to review how our day was and then plan for the next day accordingly. However, because we are in a business where things can change in the blink of an eye, we have to make our schedules flexible to accommodate urgent tasks. Concurrently, we remember that we still have those other tasks planned out for the day. We may have to adjust our plans or spend extra hours fulfilling all these additional or backlog tasks. Just a note on that anything can happen thing. This is both the fun and the bane of our existence as recruiters. No two days are alike really. You can plan a whole day of calls and it can be thrown out of the window when a key client asks you to go on site because there are issues that need to be resolved ASAP. This thing keeps us on our toes, make our work life colorful and exciting, but also make our job highly stressful. Anyways, back to the topic. Tip number two, adjust to people's working styles, but be careful to maintain your boundaries and peace. We are in a people business, as said, and we are taught to put people first always. However, our schedules or working styles may not match our clients, candidates, bosses, etc. So we are taught to learn, understand, and adjust to their working styles. For example, I may like to do my client calls in the morning, but this particular client is only free to take calls during the evenings. So I'll adjust my activities to make that evening call happen. On the other hand, as someone who values my off time, I need to take the initiative to set work boundaries like when I can work and how I will do the work 
It's a balancing act really, which we should do all the time to keep everyone happy and to meet our goals. Tip number three, teach people how to respect your time. As recruiters, every task thrown at us seems urgent and must be attended to immediately. Additionally, people that we work with have different working styles. Many of them are keen to work and communicate until late. And I know of recruiters who don't mind this and can work until late too. But as a non-believer of Elon Musk's work-life concepts, I have to take the initiative of letting people know if I can't do something at the time that they want for the sake of my sanity. I am not averse to extending my own work time, but once I put the brakes on my workday, everything is really done. I often have to redirect people politely to a time that is okay for both of us to discuss or do the tasks. Otherwise, I will be a slave to other people's time. Tip number four is to manage your energy. Learning about time management and productivity I realized that our work habits differ because of our energy. Some people have high energy levels in the morning, aka me. Some people are sluggish in the morning but are exploding with energy in the evening. I now understand why some people can work best at night, some people only during the day, and some at all hours. That's why it is important for us recruiters to learn the highs and lows of our energy how to utilize them according to their energy levels or their levels. For example, do the most difficult tasks that require a lot of brain power during our high energy periods and do the admin or back-end stuff during the least energetic parts of the day. This way, we maximize our peak periods and produce good results because we are at our best when we are performing the essential stuff. Let's take a short break from here and I'll be back in a second. And we are back. So tip number five, prioritize activities that get you closer to your goals. There are so many activities, primary and secondary, that we recruiters need to do to achieve our goals. Activities can range from posting a job order to closing deals the job intake sessions to updating our CRMs. However, time, our precious tool, is a commodity that we do not get back once spent. Hence, we are taught that we should prioritize doing the activities that get us closer to our goals. Do we really need to update our CRM during our prime calling hours? Do we really have to do the planning work in the morning when we should be contacting the clients and candidates already? It's integral to do the key activities during our prime hours and set aside the admin stuff later in the day or ask help to get it done or automate the task so our precious resource is spent on the right activities that are measured and takes us closer to our deals. Tip number six, batch your meetings or similar activities. Recruiters have many meetings and calls to attend to during the day to save time in the process and to keep our minds in the same frame or headspace, we are taught to batch our activities together. For example, I'm in the CBD area to meet a client. I will use that time to book other meetings with other clients or candidates in the same area to maximize the time to meet more people, which helps us to achieve our KPIs, 
build better relationships and get market info. Since we've already spent that time and effort going outside, might as well make the most out of it. Tip number seven, sometimes it takes just a phone call to sort things out. There are some issues at work that can drag on and on, creating long email or text loops. Being in a people business, we are taught that sometimes it takes just one call to sort things out and end the long conversation cycle. We are taught to love the phone and to just call. Unfortunately, technology has kept us away from it and we hide using many other complex tools. In reality, the phone, although ancient, is our friend and it only takes a minute to dial someone, ask them the clarifying questions, get things done for everyone to move on. Tip number eight, and the last one, make meetings count. Again, time is a precious commodity, whether it is our time or our stakeholders. So when, we get, so when we get that precious meeting book, we are taught to make it count by preparing for it in advance. This includes establishing the meeting agenda, getting the most important information, asking the right questions, and taking the opportunity to really demonstrate how we can best support our stakeholders. Some people can just wing it, and there are some who do elaborate planning like myself. However it is done, we recruiters must be able to get something out of that precious meeting. And there you have it. I hope you pick up a thing or two from these tips that you can apply in your work life. If you would like me to post more about this type of topic, let me know. I do want to put my own twist into these types of episodes because I know I have a lot of fellow recruiters who are into podcasting too and I hope to be able to offer something unique to you all. Thank you for listening and supporting this Spoken Word series. If you have questions or suggestions, you may send me a message here or on my blog at halfreform.com or via email at halfreform at gmail.com. Until the next episode, wishing you all a positive energy and light.